3: Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
2: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
0: Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm an ass man. Live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Call one triple eight farmers. That's 188 farmers to switch. You can save an average of four hundred and seventy bucks on auto insurance. It's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings survey data, July to December twenty twenty.
2: We are farmers.
0: Okay, well, let me just say this: <laughs> in the long and winding career of Dwight Howard, I mean, there's uh, look, the guy's career has been something from his early days as a dominant player with Orlando. So never really becoming the franchise player. He bounced around the league after that. He always was a fun guy to do interviews, but never really got to his, potential. Then he finally wins a championship with the Lakers. Now he's on the 76. All of these things. Dwight Howard has been someone who, over the course of the past 15 years, uh, he has really provided offbeat headline after offbeat headline, right? He's never really a main headline guy in the NBA. After the NBA finals in which Orlando lost and Dwight Howard, people are wondering, why isn't Dwight Howard scoring more? Uh, That's where the, the big push of Dwight Howard being a great player kind of ebbed a bit you know he went to the Lakers for a year and there was interest in Dwight Howard but after that that was kind of it and it was still you get fun headlines once in a while but Dwight Howard's one of those guys where you say something and people go oh I like any story that involves Dwight Howard what do you got for me? Uh, right now we have a story that can sum up his NBA career <laughs> and it happened tonight. And if you said to me, Jason, you know, I really I don't know a lot about Dwight Howard. What, what can you say? And I could say, well, uh, Dwight Howard is a guy that a half hour after getting his championship ring got thrown out of the game. And yeah. that, that really that sums up Dwight Howard's career. You kind of know everything you need to know about him. After that line, uh, Ultimate like, defensive player of the year
4: awards. I mean, there's been a lot of good yeah, in the man's been. career, there right? He was been. Superman.
0: Yeah, but he's always been oh, boy, Dwight. He's 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 kind of crazy. What, what what happened today with Dwight Howard? That's kind of who Dwight's been. Yeah. He's that he's that friend of yours that you hear you get stories about once in a while. You go, oh, I like the stories. He's popular, but man, I don't hang out with him anymore. Uh, so Dwight Howard, you know, obviously winning the championship with the Lakers a year ago, uh, got his championship ring tonight with the Sixers first visit back to LA, Uh, Dwight Howard and Danny Green, two people that I think are responsible for 76% of all Twitter content. Uh, so they get their rings before the game and they start the game. And right now it's 38, 38 late in the midway through the second quarter, but Dwight Howard is out of the game because. After a timeout on the floor in the first quarter, Dwight Howard decided to pop his jersey, right? He's got his he's got his uh, thumb in, you know, his jersey on the left side and he walks up to Montrez Harrell who is walking off the court and like walks through him. And then immediately just throws his hands up like, "Oh, what did I do? What did I do?" <laughs> and the referee right away looks at Dwight Howard and goes, "You you're gone. And Dwight Howard gets thrown out of the game. And clearly, he did instigate it. This wasn't anything Montrez mm-hmm. Harrell did. He was walking off the floor. And you could see Dwight Howard. He made an angle so he could try to walk through Montrez Harrell. Now, is this normally something that gets you thrown out? No. But when you do it right in front of the referee and the referee sees it, yeah, you're going to get thrown out if the referee doesn't respond with a, hey, you got to watch out, or, oh, here's just a tee. No, it was boom, you're gone, and Dwight Howard is thrown out of the game just because he wanted to walk through Montrez Harrell going back to the bench.
4: Yeah, it's pretty funny, right? So it's the end of the first quarter. Over the course of the first quarter, they've been banging uh, each other up and down the court, right? It's just running in each other's way, uh, a bunch of would-be Block shot attempts to where they're they're getting ball, but also uh, slapping each other upside the head uh, and neck area multiple times. Bodies flying everywhere. They'd already been assessed uh, a double technical and you have Dwight Howard goes to the starts making his line and that's it it's end of quarter right you are thinking, ah you know like boxers all right they'll come back out when they ring the bell again nope he decides he's going to go through them and you can see it in the second quarter a lot of guys just talking to Harold going what the hell was that uh doing the lip reading but with two minutes left in the first quarter Reggie Miller goes all right we're going to be watching that one going forward Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took two minutes, and that was yeah, the that end was of it. it. Uh, yeah. and, and what was funny is as they went to break, because I got to do the the full description and account here. Uh, the <laughs> Reggie Miller is shown as part of the crew in airplane with. Roger Murdoch. We had talked about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar getting kicked out of his farewell game in Forget-Paris. So it was how ironic uh, that they had that at the ready. So that's all fine and good. And then they interviewed Doc Rivers, right, is, is in between quarters. And, and while we heard from David Gascon, I went back and got the uh, – well, I transcribed it. Reggie Miller, what did you see on your end? Doc Rivers, clowns guys joking around (laughs) ridiculous on both parts i didn't like it and then he pauses, like, "Okay, we're not going to ask any more about that.
0: Moving on." Doc, can you can gets, you uh, can, Doc, can you, can you elaborate on that for us? I know you got a game to coach, but can you elaborate on that? I want to hear more about this. <laughs> it just went clowns, and he
4: paused. He's like, "All right, I'll finish the answer." <laughs> like, he, he looked like he circus. wanted to go and D-d-d-little punch Dwight Howard upside the head, <laughs> like he was so ticked <laughs> off that he had to put the headset on oh, for the contractually goodness. obligated, you know, in between quarters
0: interview. You know, and, and that's the thing is that because they're watching it, this is why Dwight Howard gets tossed. Because this is not something you see somebody get tossed for. But the referees were watching it, mm-hmm. and he did it right in front of the ref, and he came right and said, right away, T, gone. And Dwight Howard, I love Dwight Howard is like a WWE wrestler who something happens, gets disqualified, and goes, What did I do? What did I do? Meanwhile, you hit the guy over the head with a chair. No, oh, what did I do? What, you can't throw me out. What are you talking about? What did I do? He's got his hands all spread out. Like, I'm, I'm innocent. I didn't do anything here. I was walking straight, like he started pointing to the bench. He goes, look, I'm going straight to the bench. I'm just minding my own business, trying to get back. Listen, I'm just a basketball player, okay? <laughs> I'm employee number 39. Alright, that's me. I'm not trying to do anything. <laughs> and do you throw me out because this guy decides to, to to try to grab me and throw me down and twist my ankle? What are you doing? Because he's lollygagging uh, and his uh, gait is too slow when he gets uh, in my way. Why uh, do I gotta slow down? Uh, he, st- he stands there with it because because when Harold pushes him out of the because he runs into Harold, Harold pushes him out of the way. Dwight puts his hand straight up in the air like, oh, how about a technical? <laughs> then he gets it. And he gets, <laughs> he off, gets the Evo. He, <laughs> he keeps his hands up in the air like that's going to do something. What? What did I do? I got my hands up in the air. <laughs>
4: Started yelling, wasn't me. It's like that Ashton Kutcher shaggy uh. and... Mila Kunis uh, uh.
0: commercial won me. <laughs> like, it was all, all Montrez Harold. clearly. Hey, you know, for a split second, Dwight is saying, look how smart I am, man. I just got a T on Harold, and he's getting thrown Whoa, I'm getting thrown out? What are you talking about? I, he, for a second, he thought he was really smart. Yeah, he but he had really a hell of really a
4: hairdo smart. that he'd done for his ring yeah. ceremony. What color's going on? Mm-hmm. And, and he doesn't even get to – he gets out of the first quarter. That was it. At six points. Off the bench, six minutes played, three of three from the field, two boards, <laughs> two block shots, two tor- turnovers, two personal fouls, and two technicals.
0: Well, I will say this to 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 put this in a a, a positive spin for Dwight Howard. Right here's so I could here's yeah. I could do this for Dwight Howard. So you know, my daughter last year graduated fifth grade during the pandemic. Right, she graduated a year ago in in June. And you know it, we were the whole time like oh this this stinks I feel bad for anybody that had to graduate this that missing out on things in school and obviously we saw over the course of the rest of the year people missed out on a lot. But we had the graduation, and it was weird because it was we drove by the front of the school. The teachers were out with signs. We got out to take pictures with masks on, and, and we got to see the principal for a last time and see your friends for a last time because we hadn't seen them in a couple of months. And walking away, I remember talking to our principal, and she said, you know, I can't tell you any of the how any of the graduations went in the past 10 years. I am never going to forget this one. I'm never going to forget this one. Yeah. And I, I thought about that. When I said, and I said that to Zoe. I said, you know, how I know this stinks. You didn't get to sit on stage and go through everything, but you are never going to forget this graduation. And even though it, it was bad you know, you're never going to forget it. So that's what I would say to Dwight Howard. If you just went and had some kind of grab ass game, you know, Hey, eight points, seven rebounds. I played 18 minutes. Do you remember you when you got your ring? No, nah, I don't remember that game at all. Lake is now nah, not really. No, now you'll never forget this. Now you got your ring. What night you get your ring. Boom. When I got tossed, when I pushed Montrez, how he will never forget this game when in a week, it would be something where, yeah, I don't have any memory of it. Not because I've just played so many games on so many things. At least now he'll remember this for the rest of his life. Dwight Howard, a sweet here's a chapter.
4: Yeah, sweet chapter in his autobiography. The Night I Fought Montrezl Harrell. (laughs) Uh, uh, Or or something to that effect. But, you know, going back to the graduation, I mean, Zoe's also going to be able to say, I didn't waste three hours of my time for a fifth grade graduation.
0: Oh, that is true. Yeah. Because there's, 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 there's yeah. a
4: lot of pomp and circumstance. And you're just like, all right, can we can we move on? Because it's normally during the day, too. So folks got to get back to work. So they're mm-hmm. all just looking around going, I told them I'd be back for that 11
0: o'clock meeting. And now I'm stuck here. Yeah. It's and like then the they biggest, sing another yeah. song. and, and Yeah. <laughs> It's like the biggest day, and a lot of parents like, yeah, I I I I carved out an hour and a half for this, but I got to get back to work now. I mean, it's it's crazy that that's how you know you think of it. It's such well, because it's the assumption
4: of there's gonna be an eighth grade, there's gonna be a high school, there's gonna be Uh a college nowadays. Uh A lot of folks assuming there's a grad school graduate. It's like I got a lot of these, and if you got multiple kids, then then I tell you, it's not even an hour and a half you carved out. Oh, you got I, an I, hour. You got an hour, and then people are sitting on their phones answering messages.
0: <laughs> I got enough pictures, right? I got twenty five pictures. I'm good. Now I was like, "Ooh, oh, the Lakers didn't make a trade today. I thought they would make that trade today." Okay, let me see what else is going on. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember my fifth grade graduation at all. I remember I a little bit, a tiny bit of eighth. How come? Because, because I went, the, th-
4: I went to uh, Catholic school that went through eighth.
0: Oh, okay. So they just you just got promoted, and they said, "You yeah, know, you'll that was be, it. You'd be happy to just get promoted."
4: And I don't remember the eighth grade.
0: I remember a little bit of my eighth grade. I remember my high school, obviously, but I don't remember my fifth grade at all. And Zoe's never going to forget her fifth grade. No, that's because great. of that. Yeah,
4: Dwight I tell you Howard's this, never going to forget tonight. No, absolutely, he won't. <laughs> uh, it's funny because, well, not funny, but uh, the number of schools that have been shut based on legal problems for the, uh, you know, Chicago Archdiocese uh, in, in the Roman Catholic uh, faith. There, uh, my school was one of the. Ones that got, you know, sucked up into one of the other schools. They consolidated, I think, like four of them. Uh, so the church is still there, but the but the school is no longer. But after that eighth grade ceremony, I swear, I don't know that I saw more than two people. And it was a very small graduating class all in the same neighborhood. I don't know that I saw more than two of them ever again after that. <laughs> that was it. I'm gone. I'm off
0: to Ignatius. Be good. Yeah. You know, you needed Sister Jean. That's what you needed. You need, if you had Sister Jean, your, your, your academic life would have been incredibly different.
4: Well, you know what's funny, though, is I did have the Jesuits for high school, and then I went back to them for graduate school when I was up at Santa Clara. So, I mean, they had many cracks uh, at me, and, and I actually had relatives for a while that figured I was destined for the priesthood. Yes, <laughs> let that sink in, America. You've been with me
0: for seven-plus years. You buying that uh, one? The, you in the priesthood? Why is the priest wearing purple? Well, purple's a color. No, no, no. He's wearing purple shorts. He's not even wearing robes. He's just wearing purple shorts. And I a thought it was hat. college days on Fridays. Well, got- <laughs> vestment on Sundays. Uh, yeah, it's listen, not, you have to- it's, it's not the Lenten season. Why is he wearing purple? What's going on? And he keeps talking about Pat Fitzgerald all the time and making these analogies, and I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I think the money I put into the to the collection basket goes to the Northwestern football program. I don't understand this.
4: Well, there was it's a it's a classic character. Really quick, our our buddy Mike North, uh, Fox Sports Radio alum, uh, has had a recurring bit for years called the Bookie Priest, and he makes bets, right? He makes picks, but there's the the running. It's like, hey, they keep telling me that the offertory is a little bit low this week. It's like, what do I say? I
0: I could just see you up there, and you know, a, a very important parishioner passes away, and you get up there, and everybody's waiting for what you're going to say, and you just go. Uh and this is uh Walter McCarty. Yeah, you killed off Walter McCarty. Yeah, well, yeah, I know i was just thinking of a different name. I said uh, he had a good run. Hey, but this Sunday, uh, there's a big game. The Bulls have a huge one tonight. Jordan and Pippin, they're up three games to two, and they're going, What about Walter? I said he had a good run. he had a good run. He, okay, all right, to get off my back now. Let's talk about the Bulls. That's kind of what you would do. Well, there's that's
4: not not a bad way to go. I, I'm sure I could pack him in with that.
0: Uh, let me see what Walter McCarty is up to right now. Hang on, 47 a second, years a... old. I
4: just uh, yeah. you know because I wanted to make sure that you know you didn't uh, accidentally step in it.
0: Okay, all right. Well, yeah, as long yeah as long as the person is alive. Yeah. I, uh, Nick sure. Celtics, yeah. Suns, and Clippers,
4: all okay. relevant teams. All right, very good. There we go. He oh, last yeah, no. served as the head coach of the Evansville Purple Aces. Mm. See, it comes back to purple.
0: All right. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, uh, we got more NCAA tournament on the way, but don't forget, hey, NCAA tournament, you can check where you rank in Fox Sports Radio's M Drive Million Dollar Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. There's no perfect brackets remaining. I think I think that was out after day one. Uh, so no million-dollar winners, but up for grabs, $1,000 for the listener in first place, 300 for second place, 200 for third place. Stacey E., the listener, currently in first place through the first two rounds. Chris Broussard leading the host bracket, but both Mike and I right on his heels in second and third place. The full standings can be accessed via foxsportsradio.com. That's foxsportsradio.com. It's the M-Drive Million Dollar Bracket Challenge. Refind your prime with M-Drive. So we got more on that coming up in a bit. I'm pretty happy. You know, I lost one Final Four team, but that's okay because, you know, Syracuse is in the Sweet 16. That's fine.
4: Oh, no, uh, I took a picture of the brackets because uh... – I'm like Icarus. I'm about to melt. My wings are melting, and I'm falling to the back of the pack, baby.
0: Oh, because you went Illinois, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. Well, no, it's okay.
4: Uh, well, what did I say? You, you get no Laurel Crown for outrunning a borough. So I, I went Illinois. I did not realize so many would uh, join me there.
0: Uh, so we'll have more on that coming up in a bit, but straight ahead, a big day today, NBA trade deadline. I'll tell you one storyline I'm never going to fall for again. And one storyline I will fall for every single time. It's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike Fox.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 PM Eastern, 7 PM Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app.
0: Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We
2: are farmers. Bum, bum,
0: bum,
1: bum, bum, bum. by Farmers, for fire insurance, exchanges, or affiliate products not available in every state.
0: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Halftime right now, Sixers and the oh. Lakers, 54-54. Kind of a shock because you figure, hey, boy, what a great game this is going to be. No, no LeBron, no AD, no Joel Embiid. And Ben Simmons has not made a shot from the floor. yet. Buddy, somehow it's tied, though. We're all tied at 54 yeah. apiece. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, hey, one thing to tell you. Uh, look, we'll keep you updated on this game, obviously. Listen, and we have more on the NBA trade deadline coming up in a second. The Lakers didn't do anything today. They were really big losers at the deadline for me. But, you know, one thing that was surprising, because, you know, we're from the mobile Farmers Insurance Studios. Call called farmers and get a, a big-time quote on auto insurance today. Uh, you know, I'm in Phoenix this week, you know, during the back half of my vacation. And, uh, you know, I told you at the beginning of the show a uh, couple of things that I've noticed that, were, that I- I'm really surprised. Number one is the price of gas in Phoenix compared to Los Angeles. The other thing is I've been in... Arizona now for two and a half days okay two and a half days and I've done things like run to the store we went to the zoo today uh and and you know I came here tonight everything I'm not lying to you I have not seen one person in Phoenix Suns gear not one when you figure this is it man look at them this is the best they've been since the mid-90s look at this This is I have not seen one person in Phoenix Suns gear that's amazing
4: That means I should be able to go to any sporting goods store or call them up and have them ship me a a Devin Booker for a half price or something then.
0: Uh, You should be able to. If nobody's
4: wearing them, then, then when would you wear them? Like, if you bought them, when else would you put them on? They're they're challenging for the top of the Western Conference, for
0: crying out loud. They got the third best record in the NBA. They have been terrific. They've been the best team in the league over the past month and a half. They're three games out of first place. They're now a team that you could say, hey, forget about the Clippers and the Lakers, man. The Suns could finish second. And, why, and the Jazz might have to avoid a matchup with the Suns. They've been better than anybody's ever expected. And you would expect, oh, finally we're good i can go by and wear the gear i have not seen it insane i have not seen it just absolutely that's a-
4: incredible even yeah. if you know a couple of folks just running around with a chris paul jersey at this point or a dan Maybe marley jersey. or a marley yeah, that yeah, i have go to marley is marley
0: still there i don't i don't think so i don't think marley's is, is yeah you know, it was a pretty so. good no, bar though yeah, that's a long time it when ago. I used dude. to go for spring training. Well, buddy, that was in the '90s, man. That was a long time ago, man. People, people have been drinking all along. It's the '90s, <laughs> so I mean, maybe early on it was about his name. Later on, it was about being a good time. Yeah, no, no Steve Nash jerseys. Oops. No, none of those. None of those jerseys that I expected. Like the jerseys don't fit anybody anymore. Amari Stoudemire. I mean, there's yeah, so like, many. Like, like, jerseys that fit you 15 years ago, but now clearly Oliver you've gained Miller. weight, right? So you put it on, but it's also faded on the back. Like, the name is faded, the number. Not f- even a said the- Sabalos. No, no I, I'm telling you nothing. I That's re- the second time we've
4: gotten him in this week, by the way.
0: Not, not even a hat.
4: I haven't even seen it.
0: And it's a sweet uh, logo. I know. Like I, some I of don't their get jerseys
4: it. are great. I mean, unlike that thing Miami was wearing earlier, it still mm. creeps me out, those jerseys. I just mm. want to say that. Well, but- there it is. <laughs>
0: They're hitting this They're, way.
4: You know, hey, you know, you, you try to go for art, artistic uh, interpretation. Some mm. hit, some don't. That one misses for me, but mm. it, it's okay. Meanwhile, the you, you had uh, Portland were wearing the jerseys that said Oregon on them.
0: Well, they're still thinking NCAA tournament. You know, they're they I think it's so. It's March. I mean, <laughs> it's March. You know, that's what it is. Eh,
4: it's all right, but yeah, I, that's very odd that you haven't seen any of that. I'm, I'm, I'm sure plenty of Diamondbacks. Yeah,
0: I, I really, I, I, I really, kidding. am surprised. No, I have no. Everything else, you get a lot of Cardinals gear. A lot. Of, I mean, especially with you know they're signing everybody that was good four years ago. I mean, so many everybody Cardinals, 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 Cardinals.
4: So, so why would you uh, assume that gas is cheaper in Arizona? Uh, I, uh, I got that uh, text from a, a friend of the show.
0: Oh, uh, because I think gas is cheaper everywhere than Los Angeles. Apparently, the rest of the world lives this way.
4: My, my man, start getting into your taxation and how much <laughs> your California
0: government is getting into your pocket. <laughs> Uh no. I just I would uh, sure, <laughs> sure. I get it. I. I just I knew it would be cheap. I just didn't know it would be this cheap. I, I, I that's that's oh, a surprise. Yeah. I didn't know no, it'd be welcome this cheap in, getting buddy. gas here. Yeah. I'm like, well, this is how much this is what the rest of the world lives like? I mean that, that's what I think of is like, wow, we're in a bubble. I feel like I'm in a bubble in LA. The rest of the world is just, yeah, no, no, here you go here. This gas, this gas is basically free. I walked up and the guy just gave me a can going here and keep this for you. But how but no, no, don't worry about it. We're going to we're giving it away to people. Just here, take this can, put it in the back of your car. Use it whenever you need to. You know, what? and come back after we're closed. I'll leave the pump on for you. Whatever you need do it. I mean, that's that's kind of the the way it is now. Yeah.
4: No, it's funny though. You, you mentioned the walk around with the plastic gas can. Didn't it always make you think that there was something menacing going on? I don't know. Maybe I watched too much TV and movies. Oh no no no, a, no, 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 no. Legitimately, I ran out of gas.
0: Yeah, no, because that's what look, and that's in the movies. Nobody throws gasoline on something out of anything other than a gas can. And really, how many people have gas cans? But no, no, no. I'm just gonna. I, I got to make sure you know this. Gasol. This is gasoline, so it's coming out of a gas can. What I'm gonna burn something to the ground in a movie? I uh, know. So that. uh uh Really, gas cans? I can see where they would have that kind of connotation for you—that something bad is going to happen.
4: Well, you know, it's—it's it's, maybe it's muscle memory from too many horror movies growing up. What's, <laughs> what's that guy going to do there? Or, or maybe I'm thinking about Reservoir Dogs. Michael Madsen suddenly had oh, a gas can.
0: Wow, we're going to bring up Marvin and poor Marvin Nash, the guy had his ear I'm Sorry,
4: spoiler. Marvin Nash. <laughs> nah, Marvin Cap. I'm a cop. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right. So uh, before we wow, get. get Mr. Blonde into the show. <laughs> you could scream. I'm a cop, you idiot. No, that's not even close to the movie. No, no. Trouble, baby, thuggy, No. It's in... <laughs> I'm Detective John Kimball. You ever listen to K. Billy's Super Sounds of the 70s? Uh, so with today being the trade deadline, there's one story that I unfortunately am going to fall for the rest of my life and one I'm never going to fall for again. Okay, the one I'm never going to fall for again I am never going to fall for the Celtics are going to make a big move I'm just not going to do it I'm never going to fall for that storyline again Celtics could trade for player X and things are going to be huge no, they never trade for somebody big I'm not going to be that sucker anymore every time, every time, every year trade deadlines have, you know, the the Celtics are really in play here, (laughs) no, when all it is is that's how Danny Ainge keeps his job, I want to make it look like we're in on somebody because people think, oh he's doing his job is due diligence. Ah, the deal just wasn't right to bring this player to our team, and in the end, the Celtics walk away with nobody. It happens every single time. The Celtics want to make you think they're in on somebody, but they're really not. They're not going to go do it, so they're not going to go get anybody. I am never falling for that again. Anytime I see the Celtics involved in a trade rumor, forget it. It's like they made the one move for Kyrie Irving, and it burned them so bad that they just said, "You know what? Now, now we're never going to do it. We're never going. To, we're just going to be mentioned in every year. I just want to be mentioned as." hey, Hey this hey the Celtics could make him but no Danny Ainge does nothing. He seems like he does a lot. But he does absolutely nothing and I'm never going to fall for that storyline again.
4: Well, it's the banana and the tailpipe as it were. The like some of it was hey, we don't want to get burned by Ainge, right? Early early trades and successes and whatever. So, or maybe they just don't like him. Maybe they just don't like the Celtics. I don't know. Uh, But Mark Murphy of the Boston Herald, one of the guys that we'd heard in potential talks uh, to be shipped out was Marcus Smart. Uh, According to Murphy, uh, Ainge told Smart he wasn't being offered. Rather, people were reaching out to the Celtics. uh, And that getting out there trying to cause a little bit of angst and maybe percolate a market didn't happen. So here we are. The Celtics... uh, Suddenly do they turn it on? I mean they, they made a couple of, couple of deals, but really nothing of uh, consequence to to strengthen their team that you'd say, all right, this is now that final you know third of the season. here they come, the team that we expected to be near the top of the, the conference. and again, it's not that they're woefully behind. it's just you expected more consistency from this squad given their nucleus.
0: I just never. I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to do it. I'm No, no, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. There could be a trade actually finalized and done at a press conference, and I'm going to think, no, it, it, something's going to happen. It's just going to happen. Still wait for the league to step not in, it. huh? Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm never going to believe Danny Ainge is going to do anything. Never. Never going to do it.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive.
1: Call one eight hundred gambler.
0: All right. So the the headline I will always fall for, mm-hmm. which I, I admit it, I'm falling for it again today. Even though I said I'll never fall for this again, the Knicks didn't make any moves to the trade deadline today. Right, but. True. They didn't want to do, and I get what they were doing. They're done acquiring young players and giving away draft picks. I completely understand that, right? They finally, they have hit rock bottom, and they're coming back up in a big way, right? They found their, their cornerstones of the team with Randall and Barrett and quickly, and okay, now we're building from here. So I completely get that. We're not just going to give away assets. We're not going to take on a bunch of salary for nothing. So I get that and after today hey the Andre Drummond storyline is becoming a big one because the Lakers might be pressured to go over the top uh, after he gets bought out by the Cavaliers the Knicks are a destination for him we talked to Rick Bucher about this and then I start seeing the Knicks are not going to spend a ton of money they're not going to give away assets they're ready to spend money this offseason and get stars to New York and even though nobody's coming because nobody wants to go there because nobody's going to want to play in that defensive system that Tom Thibodeau has no I I'm buying into it. Yes, this is the year now. This is the year we're going to get superstar players. Well, are they going to get good players? Yeah. Could they lure Alonzo Ball? Yeah, okay. But is Alonzo Ball a superstar? No. But every year it's, oh, the superstars are coming. Yes, oh, superstars. And they never get them because they don't want to go there. They never get them. But I will fall for that storyline every single time going, no, 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 now it's okay. Now it's much better. Now, now look, the Knicks are a destination. And have they become a destination where they'll get a better caliber of players? Sure. They will. But are the superstars going to say, that's where I got to go? Uh, that's, Giannis is going to go, I got to go to New York. They're scoring 102 points a game. I want to go play in that kind of offense. No, that's why no one wanted to go when Phil Jackson was in charge, because no one wanted to play in his version of the triangle, which is a slowdown uh, offensive system. Nobody wanted to do that. The, the Knicks aren't going to get any superstars, but I will fall for that every single year and think, this is it. This is the one. This is the year where things are going to change for me.
4: Well, especially this year where you thought, hey, we're in playoff contention who wouldn't want to come here why wouldn't we push all in right forget about trading away because remember three to four weeks ago we were talking hey will they sell because that was still a piece that Mm -hmm. that might have been up there hey is julius randall actually on the market and both of us and you nick fandom uh and some punditry uh for me it was full-on it's like you you got you found your guy like, he's finally developed into the player that everybody anticipated he would be. And you're going to send him away? Right as you bring on quickly, right as R.J. Barrett takes a huge leap from his rookie year? Like, no. You, you've you got a nucleus. Now you got to figure out how to, to do an addition. And if I'm those guys, I'm going in. I'm letter-writing. I'm, I'm Andy Dufresne and Shawshank. I'm writing two letters a day. <laughs> Forget about two a week. It's two a day. Hey, James Dolan, put down the guitar. We got something we need to run past you. You know, we got a chance here. Eastern Conference is a mess, right? And beads hurt. Ben Simmons still can't shoot. Celtics are in eighth place, and nobody wants to trade with Danny Ainge. Don't you want to be past him? Don't you want to make sure we stay past the Celtics? Wouldn't that be good for you? By the way, uh, I think if we sell Dolan T-shirts, we can make them in. Uh, <laughs> Dan Byer and I talked about that yesterday, and Dan was like, hey, he should just embrace it and profit off uh, the fans' hatred of him. But it's just the idea of you you've got an opportunity, this window in time where you finally have turned the corner. And you've built a team that in that conference, look, I'll, I'll take. We got a long way to go, right? One injury here, Giannis, you know, and one of his, you know, B list players doesn't step up again, and, and you can go and take them out. I, I say you go for it, right? Figure out what that cost is. If it needs a go fund yourself to make it happen, get it going, Smith.
0: Mm all right i'll try to go fund yourself you know because it works so well for kylie jenner i figure well, out that that well, might work for well, me well um
4: <laughs> yeah no we need to really unpack that and it would take longer than we have right now for those that missed the reference that's a pretty good one no, okay, that, that, that's, that's good like that. yeah that's not good. my first day <laughs> no hey well i mean look we're always uh, pocket watching everybody else <laughs> instead of hey she tried to do something
0: positive and it's like, well, you have money. <laughs> yeah, you you need. That's like that's like the equivalent of me giving thirty cents. You know, it's well, it's a very difficult thing to try to get by. Cough uh, up a Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. As a business owner, time is your most valuable resource. That's why Indeed has Instant Match. Post a sponsored job and Indeed instantly searches millions of resumes in their database to deliver candidates who best fit your job description. Want to go beyond the resume? Choose from over 135 skills tests to challenge applicants on hard skills like computer proficiency or soft skills like making the Knicks good. uh, Soft skills like customer service. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to TalentNet learn more at indeed.com slash credit that's indeed.com slash credit well coming up next a big story out of the nfl where today one head coach was absolutely ecstatic he's gonna have to temper that after what we're gonna say that's coming up next right here this is fox sports radio
2: Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save
0: on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We
2: are farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
1: Underwritten by Farmers, Circle Fire Insurance, Exchanges, are Affiliate. Products not available in every state.
0: Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Farmers Insurance Studios, call 1-888-FARMERS. You could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. So I'll have more in the NBA coming up in a few minutes, but today... Boy, I'll tell you what, there's one team that just continues to live in denial in the National Football League, and that team clearly is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Mike McCarthy was reached for comment today and was asked about Dak Prescott. Look, Dak Prescott signed that big deal. The Cowboys have been trying to figure out free agency. And Mike McCarthy, understandably, very excited having Dak Prescott back. Here he is from earlier today. I was in Florida when the deal was was finally completed. Uh, it's, it's a lot easier to do cartwheels on the sand. I'd say that.
2: Um,
0: Rich, Rich is having a hell of a visual over there right now. But uh, yeah, no, I, I was I was obviously very excited. I, I think that you know he is definitely the keystone of of moving forward uh, as a football team. So uh, I was I was very excited about that. And you know he was just finishing up his workout out on the field. You know as I walked in here, so he's you know he's he's making progress and he's on course and yeah, I'm, I'm excited about year two of, of the offense because, you know, frankly, in a lot of ways, we feel like we didn't really have, get to have year one. So, uh, so we're excited about what we can do this year with a healthy offense. Uh-huh. Okay. Here's the thing. The Dallas Cowboys have all decided to buy the Cowboys, their team, their fans. They have all bought into the fact that Dak is going to be back this year, and now we're going to win 12 games. And that is not happening with the roster the Cowboys have. It's a bad roster. You saw it because you saw what happened when Dak Prescott got hurt. They have a couple of star players. Ezekiel Elliott, not the guy he was. The wide receivers are pretty good. Yes, the Cowboys will score more points, but at best, they're a nine-ish win team. It could be nine and eight this year, uh, considering the fact we're going to likely get 17 games. The announcement on that will be coming in about a week or so. Uh, but that's the Cowboys, because what did they do? They went out in free agency. and What was their biggest move? They we signed Keanu Neal, a guy They're, they're going to make a hybrid linebacker safety. Oh, we outbid the Jets for Keanu Neal. I mean, dude, come on, man. It's Keanu Neal, right? The guy's been around a while. The, the, all they did was go out and get Band-Aid players and, uh, to fill a very thin roster. The Cowboys did not get better in free agency. They brought back a couple of guys. Okay. They brought, when you bring back guys from a team that stink, you're only going to get so much better. Washington improved. Washington got really good in free agency. They hit it right. And they figured out their quarterback position, other positions. They're going to be a terrific team. They're going to win the NFC East this year. All right. The Cowboys, they're going to win about nine games, but Washington's got a better defense. Their playmakers are a little bit better than you want to give them credit for coming off of last year. Now they figured out holes. All the Cowboys did was continue on with the same kind of roster they had last year. That's not suddenly going to win. But they've now bought into the fact that, oh, Dak Prescott is going to be back. He's going to be healthy. We gave him all this money, and that's going to mean we're going to win eight more games. And that's just not going to happen.
4: Well, you got to sell hope. What are you going to say? We struck out in free agency. This is going to suck. Right? I mean, come on, man. You're a Jets fan. You know this mantra. You look into the
0: mirror and you go, and you give yourself the best Stewart Smalley you can. (laughs) I get it. But when you're the football team, you need to understand that. Okay, just because Dak is back and Jerry Jones is walking around going, it's exciting. He beat me. I gave him so much more money than I could have given him a year ago. We could have gotten other good players in here. Oh, boy, did I lose that negotiation? Everybody, let's get excited. Uh, No, you you, you need to be able to. To, to spend your money in a way and be able to make your team better, and the Cowboys are still just treading water. No, I,
4: I get that. What they're I think they're looking at the division, and, and and this is me trying to put the best positive spin on it, uh, and saying we can compete here because the Eagles are a mess. Washington football teams running with Ryan Fitzpatrick and, and Taylor Heineke. I think we can be okay there, maybe. Uh if Dak is healthy. You get Blake Jarwin back. I know I might like him more than than others. The offensive linemen all restructured their deals to stick around. Not that they're the best offensive line that they were, but you didn't have to lose any more pieces. Yeah, you've still overspent on Dak and Amari Cooper and company, but CeeDee Lamb's a hell of a player. Tony Pollard showed he could push Ezekiel Elliott, so you're hoping that one-two combination is better. You know, Zeke's fully in shape. The defense is still going to stink, but... For fantasy football purposes, that offense could be humming. <laughs>
0: ah, look at you, got and fantasy that's really
4: in. Well, because isn't that what you took away from from Mike McCarthy there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm drafting Dak number one overall now. That's good, because I'm going to keep her dynasty league, and I really need a quarterback.
4: That's really all I took from them, was that the offense was going to be better. Yeah. I buy
0: into the offense. Dak ain't doing it. A big story out of the NBA next on Fox.